and welcome to, what's this thing called? Our podcast. Our podcast. Uh, here we're in the car. I'm Erica. I'm Fuzzy. And I'm Zach. And we're on the way home from the super sunny 5K in Burbank, Illinois. Beautiful Burbank, Illinois. Home of game shows. <laughs> Different Burbank. Yeah. All right. Well, I wish there'd been some game shows. So, uh, this was a, uh, tiny, tiny 5K. It was the first year neighborhood 5K benefiting, what's the name of the organization? Benefiting yeah. an organization that worked with developmentally disabled. Oh, it's on our shirts. We're it is, but it's on the back of our shirts and we're wearing them. Garden Center Services. Garden Center Services. So, there was a 5K run and then a walk and roll is what they called it, so that uh, people could be pushed or use walkers, and uh, it was really lovely. It was. Also, today is super sunny. Yeah, we were the whole time we were trying to think of adjectives to describe how sunny it was, and tremendously sunny. Yeah, amazingly sunny. Adequately sunny. Veritably sunny. But that's bold. That is bold to name your. Uh, 5K, super sunny. I mean, they had to name it sometime in January. Or in advance. Or whatever. And, uh, and it was pretty cruddy all week. It, like, um, rained and was cold all yeah, week. Yeah, I wonder if they were getting nervous as race day was approaching. But, like, uh, who named this John? Why did you choose such a specific name? <laughs> uh, yeah, so, um... There were probably, how many runners would you say that there were? The highest number that I saw was 67. I don't know if there were 67 runners. I'd say that there were maybe like 40. Yeah. Like yeah. That. I saw a few people that had numbers that were walking up when the race was starting. and then, the, But they said, oh, we're not running. We're just going to watch. We decided not to. So maybe they sold 67 spots, but only, that seems about right. About yeah. two-thirds of people usually show up, so probably there were about 40-something runners. Yeah. It was uh, just around a neighborhood in a, you know, very angular, circular path. Uh, I loved that the start line was just, like, spray-painted on the road, and as was the oh. finish line. Um, the, st <laughs> the start line was, uh, they had a, this was very, in, in a lot of ways, for we're used to very modern 5Ks, this was a very old-fashioned 5K. They had a starting gun that did not work. Uh, <laughs> it, it worked, it just didn't It didn't go off at the right time. Yeah, we, they counted down, 10, 9, 8, it was not chip-timed, they counted down, and then we all started running, and the, a guy was pointing the starter pistol in the air and pulling the trigger, and nothing was happening. We were about 50 yards away, and I heard, bang! <laughs> So he finally got it to go. <laughs> uh, and when we finished, uh, they corralled us into a, a little corral end chute and took our tags off our uh, the bottom. That's what that that's what off that big bibs. hole on the bottom of your bib is for. That uh, you're always like, why is this hole so much bigger than the little holes at the top? It's so they uh, take your tag and and that's the order you finished in. That's why it also said always says do not pin. Yeah. Oh, so they can pull it off. So they want to pull it off. Yeah. You don't want to pin that to your shirt because then you're going to mess up the whole process. I wanted to point out something about the starting line as well that Fuzzy noted. 
on the map, it said the starting line is 28 feet north of the telephone pole at the intersection of whatever streets we were at. So it was a very specific somebody had, starting Somebody line. had taken a lot of care to make sure that this was exactly a 5K. Yeah. And they must have started, they must have worked backwards. Right, from where they wanted the finish line to be. Yeah, and then they were like, oh, man. So that's interesting for something that isn't chip-timed. <laughs> that, you know, that, that they're very, very careful, but really, in the end, I mean, you came in first, second, third, like, yeah. it really doesn't matter. But good, you know, good on them. Um, uh, they also did give us a map of the route, and I was a little worried that since they had given us a map of the route that we would need to refer to it. Um, and we were talking about a friend of ours who has gotten lost on a couple 5Ks of these similar-sized <laughs> small 5Ks, uh, not naming any names like Melissa Dixon. Um, <laughs> would be a name I wouldn't be naming. And uh, but, but there was a volunteer at every single turn, and there were a number of turns. Yeah, even at the straight parts where you just cross the street, there were just volunteers sometimes. And there were police officers making sure that we wouldn't be run over with cars. But then there'd be some neighborhood streets where suddenly there would be a car. So. The police officers had black leather vests on, too. I was impressed that they were standing in the super sunny streets with those vests on. I'm going to go back to arrival and pack and pick up. Because this was in uh, a suburb 40 minutes away from where we live uh so we did not do a day before pack and pick up and we were concerned not really but just like will we get there in time to get our pa- to park get our packets and then start but we zoomed there in no time it's so small there was just a table uh so we got our packets which have a great a lot of great stuff in it there was a shirt there's a bunch of pins and there's some candy water bottle I haven't even gone through it all but it was usually the goodie bags we've been getting these days is like Here's a coupon, if that, and your shirt. Like the Soldier Field Ten, they just handed you your shirt and like. It's starting a to be pamphlet. more common that you just get, you just get your shirt in the bib, and they're like, here, there you go. Yeah, but I guess it's true. You don't need a lot of extra crap. But I'm real excited about my atomic fireballs. I'm gonna <laughs> eat later today. I got lemon heads. I got those too. I think you probably have fireballs in there too. Ooh. I know. So, speaking of packet pickup, how was everyone's name listed on the, uh, <laughs> the sheet? Because I know when I, like, when I got mine, it was like, Freeman, they were like, oh, Zach, here you go. Is that the same experience that everyone in the car had? Yeah, oh. yeah, they had mine, uh, Gerda's fuzzy. Oh, well, you know, uh, I, I was listed as blank, and so when I was like, Gerda's, they were like, oh, blank? <laughs> <laughs> So I am of no name, but it did make for a very formal 5K because my bib said Ms. Gertis. <laughs> so from this point forward, I think my running name is going to be Ms. Gertis. And don't ask me what my first name is. So yeah, maybe let's re- I should redo the introductions and say that my name is blank. <laughs> it was really funny. Um, but yeah, we got our packets easy peasy, and then we moved our car because we realized that where we parked was inside the party. So we parked on the street. Yeah. Did you want to talk about the zoning thing in the parking room? Oh, you know, that was just a, I mean, a minor thing as they said on the, to the, the pre-race info said plentiful parking on the west side of the park on uh, New England Street. And uh, then I was moving our car and New England Street is no parking on one side and on the other side resident parking only 
so I guess it's plentiful parking if you're a resident. Um, if you want to pull your I mean, car out of your driveway, but it, I mean, onto but, the street before the race. I mean, but it really was the tiniest of problems because I just parked on a side street, uh, ten feet away, uh, and you know, we were, was was right next to the race. And uh, yeah, you were gone for like all of four and a half minutes when you moved the car. <laughs> so. So a lovely, I mean, uh, a lovely race. Uh, no, nobody out. Uh, lots of uh, lots of volunteers, which is great. Probably as many volunteers as runners. Yeah. Um, very cheerful. Very cheerful. Very they were friendly. like super sunny. <laughs> uh, the walk. Uh, I thought this was good. The walk started at about a half an hour. So then, and the, but was really just a, just a couple blocks. So then, uh, they all the walkers were finishing around the same time uh, the runners. Many of the runners were, um, and uh, they, a lot of them were getting very into it of like running up and because they had just walked around the block, running up and running across the finish line and, and uh, getting that sense of accomplishment. So that's awesome. One thing that was a little weird though is that because they did take our bib things off to do our times or order they had us run down this little chute but then never had told us that they were going to be taking our bib things off so when you ran through the chute like they were saying they started yelling at you to stop so they could rip your thing off so there was a lot of like hands reaching for me that I was like yeah this is great I'll high five all of you and then they were like no we need your bib thing and I was like I, well, I was just trying to high five you you know just calm, calm it down for a second communicate what you need <laughs> yeah. People get a little frazzled. Yeah, I understand. I was one of the last runners. I was probably in the last. There were like maybe five people behind me. Maybe. Yeah, I'm excited for these results. I don't know if there was anybody older than me who finished ahead of me. I might have won my age group. What do you think you'll get? Yeah, we didn't stick around for. Uh, there was a. There was gonna be evidently a cookout, and we couldn't. And when I say we couldn't figure out how it was gonna work, I mean we didn't ask anyone. There was no signs, and we could have asked somebody, "How does the cookout work?" and found out when it was gonna start and how much it was gonna be or if it was anything. Um, but there were definitely. Was it Knights of Columbus or something like that? Was uh, I think that was in the pre-race info that they were cooking a bunch of burgers and obviously had a bunch of buns set out and all that sort of stuff uh but we were real hungry and the food wasn't ready right then so we left and went to ihop and there was a raffle and there were some people selling things and there was a really chatty dj yeah so uh great little race yeah beautiful day beautiful neighborhood to run through good cause yeah yeah good cause Everybody seemed really happy to be there. I don't know, I mean, how with these, with especially for a first year race and one that's uh, in the suburbs, how to make it if next year will be bigger. Because I, it did seem like, and there, I know that there were other people from Chicago there, but it did definitely seem more like a neighborhood race and less like a event. So I don't know what their intentions are, if they do want to grow to be a bigger event, or if they do just want to keep it as, like, a community uh, goodwill and, you know, happy fun thing that they do to raise money. Either way is great. Um, 
I would do it again because it was just so charming. It was very sincere and very charming. Yeah, I think everybody should have one of the at least you know. It, I think it'd be tough to try to do lots and lots of these little suburban races, but uh, I think it's great to have uh, you know at least one of these in your back pocket of like show up every year at the Super Sunny 5K and have it be your little suburban getaway for a morning. Uh, and this could be ours. Yeah. So we'll see you next year. If we remember. <laughs> but, uh, put it on the list. We'll put it on the, on the calendar to sign up for it. Yeah. Nice. Any other thoughts, closing words? Uh, about the race? Anything else, Zach, about the... Um... It was the same course as the Frosty 5K, which happened in February, and I think Burbank is a lot nicer in the in the summer months. When I ran that course in February, it, it was that same angular course, and it just felt like every time you turned a corner, the wind was just blowing straight down the streets, Ooh. and with the sun shining and running, it just felt like a sleepy little neighborhood. It was a lot more pleasant. So yeah, I would say it's a better place to run in in the summer than the and when we crossed the finish line, they gave bottles of water, bananas, granola bars, and fruit snacks. FYI. Yeah, just set out on a little table. Yeah. Help yourself. Yeah. So cute. <laughs> uh, so what's uh, what's your next race, Zach? You're trying to take it easy. Oh, I'm running the running oh. with the horses. Oh yeah, you're running this, this afternoon. afternoon. <laughs> I'm okay. running in in five hours. All right. Jeez. Yep. I am trying to take it easy though. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is my physical therapist's advice. And what I am trying to do. By running two 5Ks in one day. Yes. But you're stretching it out to two. You didn't run one 10K today. Right. That would be a lot harder on your legs. Yeah. yeah. And I'm trying to not, you know, kill myself running them. So I feel okay now, but we'll see what happens after I run the second one. Erica, do you know what your next race is? I don't know if I do know what my next one is. Maybe it's... Uh... Are we doing one in July? I think we are. All right. Well, that's fascinating listening. Let's try to, <laughs> let's try to remember what we're doing. August so. 24th and 25th, we're doing the Chicago Triathlon. So that's a long-term future planning one. Yeah. Spaces are going fast. Though oh. we're both signed up for the Super Sprint, which never sells out. So come to the, the Chicago Triathlon Super Sprint. Uh, it's the funnest hour uh, you'll have. It's really fun. Yep. All right. All right. Until next time, yeah. which for which for Fuzzy and I will probably be like soon when we go back and do the one from two weeks ago that we haven't done yet. <laughs> Oops. So if you're listening to this, science. Science. <laughs> All right. Bye.